Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash marketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash marketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Steich. And I'm Luke Akery. And if you're a full-time professional, you're going to be spending a lot of time with your coworkers. So it's worth developing healthy, happy work relationships, whether you're in person or, or working remote. Yes. I know a lot of people that listen to this are probably on a team of some sort or yep. are working in an office setting with other professionals. So there's a lot of value placed, obviously, and, and a lot to gain from having better relationships, whether it's people that work for you, people that you work with, or just people that you work adjacent to and partners uh, in your business. And one of the things you pointed out was this idea of you know, this book that was written a while ago, uh, the five love languages, there's been multiple yep. like variations and adaptations of that for different, I think I read it different uses. When we went to before we got married. Yeah. I think because my dad's a pastor, so he's a marriage counselor. Yeah. Type, you know, so, so the idea, uh, I'm sure most people are familiar with it. The idea of the five love languages is you fill out a survey, a questionnaire, and it, it gives you one of five primary ones. Like obviously yeah. everyone needs a little bit from all of these, yeah. these categories, but it gives you one of the five uh, primary ways that you receive uh, love. Right. And a lot of times you can see this in people cause it tends to be the natural way of how they show yep. love. Um, so we uh, wanted to kind of tie that back obviously to the business world. And kind of use <laughs> because this it's idea. around Valentine's day it's when this comes Valentine's out. Yeah, so we're February. like, what can we do to theme this convo? Nope, Josh and I are changing the show. We're now marriage counselors. We're, we're now relationship, relationship consultants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the five love love languages. We have a team lead, uh, Darren, who he is. He helps couples. He's a marriage counselor, but he's also a team lead, and he's big on the five language love languages. So that's why it popped into my mind. Um, and then also, you know, I think about relationships, and this applies to marketing as well as relationships. You always give love how you like to receive love. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times there's a conflict because the person on the other end doesn't receive love the way you receive love. So yeah. you're giving love in a way that you receive it, but you, they don't receive love that way. So that's where a disconnect happens. So the concept is, do you know the person's love language mm -hmm. so you can communicate in a way that is effective, that reaches them? And the same applies to marketing. The reason why I say that is we market based upon where we're at, not based upon where the target audience is at. Yeah. And the key to any relationship or any communication is to put yourself in the other shoes. Like perspective is one of the greatest gifts you can ever be given in life. Mm -hmm. And so for your relationship and who you're interacting with every single day, just pause for a second and get perspective. And we use, you know, the PI which is the predictive index. And that's a personality test for this same type of concept. And I know Zillow, um, for anybody who you know, wonders how do they effectively run their business, one of the things they implemented in their company was they basically figured out everybody's personality and gave them a colored block yeah. based upon the personality that they had. And that colored block would sit out on their desk. So you knew, man, I'm communicating with a 
um, collaborator, or I'm communicating with someone who's more independent, or I'm communicating. So the same principle that uh, applies to love language is like, do you know the people's love language? We should do that with like, um, like I think of like teams profile pics, like making everyone's background That'd be awesome. color, you know, there. Yeah, their basically, because then you know how to communicate with them. Yeah, right. Really good, uh, yeah. Someone who needs data, someone who needs just. Um, you to be more artistic or, mm -hmm. you know, that type of idea. So I think it could be really powerful. We're going to walk through them. Um, the first one is words of aff affirmation. Yep. Um, and this one I'm terrible at. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not your love language? You don't, so, you don't care about words of affirmation? I, it, I, you know what's funny? <laughs> it's like it probably is... Like I do appreciate words of affirmation, but I guess it's not my, it's definitely not my primary because I don't do it for others yeah. nearly as much as I should, yeah. especially in the work setting. I think I do it way more in my relationship with Megan than I do. Well, I'll go ahead and describe it here. Yeah. So words of affirmation is the feeling loved through verbal expressions of appreciation, encouragement, and praise. So people that have this as their primary love language, like they're going to appreciate that quick text message telling them how they're doing, right? Yeah. How, that they're doing a job. They're going to appreciate that phone call that just goes over, hey, you did a really great job on this particular project or with that particular sale, whatever that would be. So that tends to be how they feel appreciated yeah. and loved. So the idea here is the leadership application or the relationship ap application is make sure as a leader, you're reaching out and giving feedback. Mm -hmm. And I love our VP of sales, how she talks about feedback. Feedback is a gift. Mm -hmm. Both positive and negative feedback is a gift because you're able to affirm for that person where they're doing well, where they need to improve. And that gives clarity. And if your love language is words of affirmation, it's not probably just compliments. It's probably knowing mm -hmm. where you stand. Yeah. Like yeah. you want to know where you stand and you want clarity. And one of the enemies of all relationships and enemies of execution is lack of clarity. I think clarity is a great point there. I think when mm -hmm. you look about that, like that's really what at the source of it, it's probably, mm -hmm. it's not just flowery, hey, you, you know, fluff, it's it's yeah. clarity and it's well, specificity. What's interesting, right, is you probably tend to try to do, because I think I was just thinking about my relationship with Megan. You probably do words of affirmation through the filter of your other um, primary. So if your primary is physical touch, right, then you are probably doing words of affirmation based upon physical things. Mm -hmm. If your your primary is acts of service, you're probably doing words of affirmation through the idea of thank you deep. for doing this service. <laughs> so it's not the actual words of affirmation. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not You're not doing it the way you should yeah. because you're thinking about it through the lens of your primary, even though you're trying to do words of affirmation. So no, That's a great point. Yeah. All right, number two, acts of service. So this is a feeling loved through actions that lighten the load and express uh, genuine care. So they'll notice and appreciate little things you do for them, and they tend to perform acts of service and kindness for others as This well. is my wife, Megan's uh, primary. Okay. Yeah, acts of service. Because yeah. she, this is what she does. It's what fulfills her. She's always known as the person who's like doing little things, organizing things, that type of idea that's in our relationship. And how she wants to receive love is through acts of service, mm -hmm. like is time spent with the person, is doing things around the house, that that common type of thing. So it's this is so important. Like um, words are cheap. So like Steve, if you do things for Steve, who's our uh, CEO here, that is one of his love languages. Like yeah. if you if you talk is cheap to him, 
if you take action, you do things, and then you th- have thought of him or done stuff like that, that, that means a lot to him. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, just to give you a yeah. one-up there. Yeah. So you want to – yeah, absolutely. So from a leadership ac- ap- uh, application, offering tangible support by helping with tasks or getting in there and actually alongside of the people and helping them, delegate responsibilities, uh, considering their individual strengths and workloads, and then be flexible with them. Adjust deadlines uh, when needed. That shows uh, them that you, you truly care. Number three, quality time. This is feeling loved through focused, undivided attention and meaningful conversations. Yeah, this is why it's so critical to really know know um what your person's uh, love language is because megan loves acts of service but like quality time she wants quality time but it's more of like showing that she's important by caring about and doing things around her because she loves like how she restores kind of and gets um motivated is spending time alone (laughs) (laughs) so she's an introvert she's like i need a day where i can just be by myself <laughs> and recharge and not have to talk to anybody because she's an introvert in it. It's and so, she has two young, young well, children. Well, yeah, and that, that freaking kills you. We, we literally just went on a uh, date day, basically, um, to spend time together. And we got a couple's massage. And uh, they said, what are you celebrating? And we were like getting away from our kids. <laughs> exactly. That's that's it. We haven't been away from our kids in three years. Absence of children is what yeah, we're celebrating. It's like crazy. But um, so you can think like as a leadership application here, um, one-on-ones with your team members, mm-hmm. um, sitting down and actually spending time with them to talk about where they're at and their life and what they want and, and being really um, intentional about the time you spend and, the, and dedicate to that person because it means something to them. Yeah. I know there's been times where I've reached out or, or talked to an employee and it's like changed their whole world. Not probably just because of me, but it's because of the quality time that I dedicated to just them. Yeah. I think the important part, the critical part here is that they feel loved if you are present and focused on them when together. So that means when you are having meetings with them, you want to make sure that you are completely present and you'll be able to recognize these people because they do tend to be maybe more the social people or they're the ones bringing up, Hey, we should get together for a happy hour. They're the ones that are calling up others during the day just to have a, a, a conversation and check in. So if you recognize those types of behaviors with with your people, with your teammates, you their, their love language is most likely quality time. Number four is receiving gifts. This is feeling love through thoughtful and symbolic tokens of appreciation, big or small. Yeah, receiving Man. gifts. So this one really is good if you know your clients too. Oh, yeah. So right, not just team members or people you work with, but uh, clients, if you know the ones that like receiving things from you, um, this is a really awesome way for you to kind of go that extra mile because I have had people send me things. Now, gift is not, gifting is not my primary, but if you follow John Rulin, right, mm-hmm. and the power of gifting, he has a great book called Giftology. Mm-hmm. The power of gifting. I know when people have sent me things, it does mean a lot. Like um, I think of Medicare Misty, who we interviewed on the show. Yeah. And when I had William, she sent me this basically designed up onesie for him and baby clothes where it's like my dad owns a magazine, just different (laughs) stuff like that. It was very intentional. And that was impactful for me. And gifting's not even my primary love language. And it was impactful. So if you know the people who really appreciate getting a gift, something special, don't underestimate sending a gift basket, sending just something that is thoughtful based upon their likes and interests. Yeah. I think the biggest, uh, 
takeaway there is it's not this, the expense of the gift or the size of the gift. It's the thoughtfulness that they they knew that you were thinking of them specifically when Correct. choosing that gift. Well, we implement, so from a leadership standpoint here, we have something called Snappy mm-hmm. across our organization, which Snappy is a gifting platform. And we give our managers the ability to give out Snappies is what they're called yeah. in, in the person can go on and and get themselves a gift and you know there's a ton of different gifts on there from little value to a ton of value Mm -hmm. and i am shocked how much people love these snappies yeah i'm just shocked by it yeah so all right number five probably the toughest one to to translate into the the workplace but number five is physical touch feeling loved through appropriate and respectful physical gestures like handshakes high fives or pats on the back yeah this one you know, it's, I don't know if it applies as much to the workplace, but I would apply it in this aspect. Not, maybe not the touch aspect as much as like the physical, like what you're personifying to the person. Mm-hmm. So you think of like when you get into work, are you smiling at people? Are you saying hello to people? Yeah. Are you bringing positivity and positive energy into a call or into a Zoom or into a team meeting, into a presentation? Don't underestimate like that positivity that you can bring. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I've always applied the physical touch thing because you can't really like handshake stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. But it's more of just like the energy you bring in and looking people in the eyes and being intentional, but smiling at them and being sincere in that energy is really, really powerful from a leadership standpoint. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, Biggest thing kind of uh, to wrap it all up, you do want to make sure that you are being authentic, right? Yes. So, so don't go overly, um, I don't, I don't know what the word is, but basically like don't, don't get come across fake by, trying to do something that's not authentic to you, but, but take these, take these ideas. And hopefully like the whole point of this podcast is like, no, you're not going to have everyone on your team take the love language test. Probably you can have them take personality tests or things like that, but be mindful of what other people are doing. And if you can recognize some of those behaviors, you can think, okay, maybe this is something that's important to them. And then apply that in your own, you know, through your own personality. And think about this intentionally, be intentional with it. Think about this. You will not succeed in your professional life if you are not succeeding in your personal life because they're connected, right? It's not compartmentalized, right? That will break down eventually. So apply this to your relationship because yeah. if your relationship is thriving, it's so much easier to thrive in your business. And so I would encourage you like do this with your team, but do this with your significant other to where you know how do I, like this is where I think relationships break down is you're not getting what you need So it's much, much harder for you to give to that person what they need. But the greatest way to receive is to give. And so if you can focus and be intentional and do yourself a challenge of the next 30 days, I'm just going to hone in and be intentional about giving this person what they need from their love language perspective, you will be amazed how that opens up your relationship. And if you're thriving in your personal life, then you can thrive in your professional life. Love it. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes of this episode. And of course, you can get all of our episodes there as well. If you like this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. And uh, the best way to support the show is to simply share this episode with someone that you know. What's red and bad for your teeth? What is red? Valentine's. What is red and bad for your teeth? A brick. Mm. <laughs> oh come on i love jokes like that <laughs> oh my that's like what's brown and sticky a stick a stick yeah, that, yeah. okay that, yeah my favorite one our ux designer told me this years ago and it's still probably my oh favorite my joke what's green and has wheels 
grass, I lied about the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one. Yeah, that, that one, one I saved like. it? Yeah, that, right, one, that one I like, yeah. All right, if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acree. The application here is you got to know yourself so you can be effective with others. And then you got to try to seek to understand where others are at. And so I would challenge you, maybe it's not the five lang- love languages you want to do. Maybe it's the PI or the DISC assessment, but you should know what your love language is. You should know your personality type. And then the people you interact with the most, significant others, friends, family members, colleagues, you should try to seek to understand who they are from a personality standpoint or love language standpoint so you can have better and more effective communication. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action. Take action on that today.